Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. For over two years, billions of people have been asking, when will COVID be over? I think that COVID is going to be endemic. Like they tell you, I don't think it's ever going to go away. And it's going to be floating around in some form. So does that mean that things like super spreader events are here to stay? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Michiganders have been dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic in one way or the other since early 2020. Now, in the beginning, predicting the end of the pandemic was impossible. But just when it feels like the tides are turning, something else happens. At the beginning of the spring, numbers began to climb again. But still, it felt like we might be past things like super spreader events. Enter last weekend's Mackinac Policy Conference. It's an annual event held on Mackinac Island aimed at bolstering Michigan's economic growth. It's attended by local and state business leaders and political leaders from around the country as well. In fact, that's where this story starts. Pete Buttigieg, who is the U.S. Transportation Secretary, announced he had tested positive for COVID-19 on Monday after attending the event. That's not to say that Buttigieg was patient zero. Who knows? But by the end of Monday, over a dozen attendees had tested positive, and by midweek, there were over 40 confirmed cases of the coronavirus stemming from the conference on the island, including my colleague, Charlie Langton. I mean, I don't think anybody really thought that it was a super spreader. Now, again, you have to show proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test to go there. And I think people now have a reliance on the vaccine and the boosters. And if you do have that reliance, you uh, are a little more liberal about getting closer to people, maybe shaking hands, uh, maybe not wearing a mask. And I think that showed up at Mackinac. But for me, obviously, I caught it. I don't know exactly where I caught it or how I caught it, but I would suspect that I was around 1,300 people. And that probably is where I caught it. Of course, Charlie and I spoke by phone because he's quarantining and working from home. The good news is Charlie just tested negative this morning, but that brings us back to square one. Will the pandemic ever be over? The Detroit Regional Chamber, the organization that puts on the event, did require attendees to be vaccinated or they'd have to show a negative PCR test that was taken in the last 72 hours. So in that regard, the pandemic still feels very real. But if you listen to Charlie and look at the pictures, you could have guessed it was 2019 or earlier. There were differences this year. People shook hands, and that's the biggest difference. They did not have any hesitation about having a lengthier conversation, uh, you know, with about two feet together. They didn't have the need to wear a mask. I saw very few masks. It was a much more relaxed atmosphere. Certainly, it reminded me of the pre-pandemic years. 
and not uh, like the last couple of years when we were kind of all afraid about COVID and taking the most precautions that you possibly can. I think people took very little precaution up there. So I got to wondering, are super spreader events a new reality? This isn't about the Michigan Health Department, but they give the COVID guidance. So early on, the message was distance and mask up. But once the vaccine rolled out, the message was get the shots. But we know that breakthrough infections are very real. I think we have now accepted the fact that once you're vaccinated, you get a little bit of a pass as far as COVID goes. You know, it's not to say that nobody had a mask. Some people did have masks. I think some people reluctantly shook hands or minimized the handshaking. I definitely used a lot of hand sanitizer. I washed my hands a lot when I was up there. And listen, if you look at the numbers, about 1,300 people attended, 40 or so came down with COVID that reported it. So what are we talking about, 3%? You know, that's pretty decent numbers, to be honest. Those breakthrough infections, they don't mean the COVID-19 vaccines have not been highly effective against the virus. They have been, especially compared to other vaccines. But those breakthroughs do happen, like we said, and COVID itself is always changing to avoid extinction. COVID virus is not unlike other things on this planet. And the bottom line, it has to infect people to live. And it's stuck between a rock and a hard place. People immune by infection, people immune by vaccination and infection. And so what can it do? Nature says, well, to survive, it's got to become more contagious. And then it also says, well, it's got to be less virulent. If it's more contagious to infect more people, but it can't kill everybody that it infects. And these Omicrons are doing what they're supposed to do. They're highly contagious and they have very, very mild disease. So your answer is, are there super spreaders of the Omicrons? And the answer is, yes, there is. But the question is, is how significant are they if they're not killing people or driving them all into the hospital? That right there, that's the voice of infectious disease specialist Dr. Anthony Ogin from McLaren Macomb Hospital. So while this is not ideal, Dr. Ogin said the virus is on a normal path. Charlie talked about the lack of masking and distance at the Mackinac Policy Conference. Should there have been those things? Here's Dr. Ogin again. It's a good idea to wash your hands for sure. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, think about cold viruses, you know, if, if you keep your hands and face away from your um, uh, you, you know, from hands away from your face. If you're sick, you know, don't engage. Don't get people sick. Stay home. That's one of the things I could do. It's kind of start treating people with respect. Do we need to be all conservative and paranoid about COVID anymore? Well, we don't have all the answers. A little extra layer of precaution is okay. I understand there's 1,200 people up there. There are probably some people up there who were, were asymptomatic and had COVID and didn't even know it. I think that it's just common sense and respectful for people around you. You need all the testing. You need all of the other stuff going on. I, that's where we are with the political, and that's where we are with social graces right now. And I don't know. I'm kind of a little, I'm relaxing a little bit because super spreaders, what actually does it mean if it's not causing a, a lot of morbidity and mortality? I started to wonder if companies are still thinking about this sort of thing. So I called Mackenzie Bowman. She's the director of communications and customer relations for the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. It has over 20,000 square feet of space for things like trade shows and conventions. And she actually tells me they were thinking about this before COVID. In our 
event planning emergency manual, we've got precautions for infectious disease spreads and how the facility should handle that in the event that we had an outbreak immediately there. So, you know, it's always been something that we've loosely prepared for, and it hasn't really been a huge issue until recently with COVID. And I think with that, now we just have a a better idea of that this is a very real possibility and we need to be prepared and flexible with planning, with safety precautions to be able to feel if there is a certain increase in COVID cases. But at the same time, the event industry is proving to be very strong and people are still very interested in coming out and, you know, getting back out into the industry and networking and um, having that face-to-face contact. So I think it's going to be kind of a, a an interesting game of back and forth and just making sure that we're safe while also still providing the people with the opportunity to, to come back and enjoy events. There is no doubt the pandemic caught us all by surprise, even if you planned like Mackenzie did. And while there is no silver lining in this pandemic, places like the Suburban Collection had no choice but to learn how to become flexible, something that will benefit them going forward. That's one of the first conversations that we have with planners when they're, you know, coming and booking the facility for an event. It's what do the safety precautions look like? What kind of precautions do they want to implement? And then from there, we will be ready to pivot if we need to. You know, we've had situations coming right off of COVID. We had to move events completely outdoors. So we've got tents available. And I think flexibility is just really the biggest lesson that we're all taking from this. We need to plan to be flexible and prepared for anything. Speaking of forward, this podcast is about looking forward as much as it is backward. What will big events look like as we hopefully move further away from the pandemic? Our friend Charlie Langton goes to as many big events as anybody that I know. He sees the biggest change happening before you even get to the event. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think anybody that has a cough that certainly persists for more than a day, a runny nose, a stuffed-up nose, a headache, I think the first thing they're going to do besides taking their Tylenol is going to take a COVID test. I think the COVID test business is going to explode. And I think those uh, at-home COVID tests, I would buy stock in that because I think that that's going to be the standard of care for going forward. Anytime anybody's got a sniffle. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm saying I think that's going to be the new norm, as they say. And whether that's good, bad, or indifferent, I think that that's what's going to happen. And we did not do that pre-COVID. We're doing it now, and I think it's going to continue. You know, we thought the vaccine passport was going to be the way to get through, but I think you're right. It's going to be the negative COVID test at the end of the day. I think so. Buy stock in those companies. I think I'm going to take a look right now. Listen, I'm still trying to get back to work. I have to basically have to get blood or so to, to get back to work. I just talked to a nurse in Tampa. I'm not afraid to admit it. I just talked to a nurse in Tampa who asked me a whole slew of uh, information about COVID. And I would imagine that that's going to be the accepted new norm. In our quest for answers, we didn't really find any. COVID is not a constant. It's ever-changing. And it's still relatively new, even if it feels like we've been dealing with this for a decade. Things to pay attention to as we look forward. Well, Dr. Ojin says keep your eye on the mortality rate and the strain that's put on the healthcare system. I always appreciate the help of my coworkers. Thank you to WWJ's Charlie Langton for lending a helping hand, and to Mackenzie Bowman and Dr. Anthony Ojin too. For up-to-date information on the COVID-19 pandemic, visit wwjnewsradio.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. 
I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.